0: Free tacos. Free tacos. Beer. Welcome to Three Tacos Podcast, um, the trivia edition. Uh, or yeah, we're we are, trying something mm-hmm. new today. Yeah, so always um, being new and innovating and uh, evolving the show. So um, we are doing some trivia today with uh, the Brewery Buddy, and um, we've got a couple other uh, guests in the room with us so um what we're gonna do is we're just gonna go around i'm just gonna introduce myself
1: i'm joe with the show um across from me is i am david the brewery buddy very nice in the trivia tonight cool just to my left
0: yes i'm kim and i don't have a cool name <laughs> so, kim cool name cool name kim <laughs> <laughs> we'll call, cool name but kim. not norwegian kim. yeah no yeah not not that kim we have an american a, kim we have an american kim <laughs> female kim yeah all right um and then um in the audience we've got uh senior uh jorge jorge see. Si. and then um another one lisa lisa sister all right sitting over there sister lisa sister lisa, sister lisa. Okay. All
1: right, well, uh, yeah, welcome everybody to Free Tacos Podcast Action Team Trivia. Uh, the way this is going to work is I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to give you guys about a minute, 30 seconds to a minute to talk about it, decide what you want the answer to be. You guys are going to give me that answer, and then we'll go over and see how correct it is. Um Perfect. So before we get started, these are all things that I knew before I looked anything up. So (laughs) I don't know if it's just because I know a bunch of random stupid stuff or Mm -hmm. if this is just general knowledge that everybody knows. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, We do have the PowerPoint going on the TV, so if you have any questions about what we're talking about right then, feel free to look over. Sometimes it'll have funny pictures, and um, Mm -hmm. you guys know I love my animation and my PowerPoint, so there's going to be a few of those. (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, This is going to be five categories, each with three questions. All right. Uh, So we're going to kick off with the first category today, which is, if I click the right spot on here. There oh, it is. Right. Crazy history. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and we'll probably do something where maybe we can upload this PowerPoint to uh I don't know, maybe uh some some file or something so that yeah. we can we can have them download
1: it sure and and i don't have the out. rights to any of these pictures yeah. so there's that's even fine. some that have the shutterstock logo right on it so <laughs> that's great okay All right no we're g- going right into so, yeah. so crazy history here with this mm-hmm. uh kid with the cigarette in her mouth and that that chicken staring at her no, that chicken's great okay so we're gonna start with our very first question here it says in 1898 robert morgan wrote a story about an unsinkable cruise liner that sinks after hitting an iceberg 400 miles off the coast of greenland mm-hmm. there were many casualties due to the Lack of lifeboats. This story has two names. It's called Futility or The Wreck of the Name of the Ship. Can you please tell me the name of the ship? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. The name of the ship? And I know that I've heard this somewhere before in some old
0: documentary that I feel like it's something close to
1: Titanic.
0: Really? The Gigantic? Yeah. The Gigantic? Yeah. (laughs) Um. the name it of
1: it sound very familiar to Titanic, but obviously, the years in yeah. and if it was, it
0: was way before, before it, mm-hmm.
1: 1914 was Titanic, so yeah. Yeah, what is the name of the ship? Um, it was 1912, 1912, 1912, I think, you're right? Yeah, 1912. Uh, see, I wasn't sure if anybody was going to know that, I thought it was going to trick you up with the
0: year, and <laughs> no. then I'd just be like, Titanic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, what is the name of the ship? Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm out I'm, I'm tapped out i can't i can't
1: all right let's see you guys did do a, okay. a very thorough process yeah. what do you think you got for an answer here i mean the i like the gigantic, the gigantic. The, gigantic. <laughs> the gigantic uh it's actually way closer to titanic than you think the correct answer is if i click on the right spot It is The Wreck of the Titan (gasps) is the name of the story. What? So many coincidences. I mean, the Titanic itself sunk 400 miles off of the coast of Greenland. There were lots of casualties because there weren't enough lifeboats. um, Except for, like you said, the Titanic sank in 1912, which Mm -hmm. was 14 years after the story was released. Um, Another similarity is that they both sank in April. um, And they were... um, Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That so it's crazy. it's called The Wreck of the Titan or Futility. Is that the actual cover of the book? That is the actual cover of the book. Are yeah. you serious? That is yeah. Crazy. That's weird. That's right? That's and it, really it looks weird. like it, too. So yeah.
0: after this happened, was that author like, guys, I really didn't know. Yeah. He's, a, he's clearly
1: a time traveler. That is <laughs> that, <laughs> that is he's, eerily, he's trying to warn everybody. That's eerily weird. What are your thoughts for Wow, I'm impressed. I mean, like it looks like the same scene that
0: yeah exactly it does. yep yeah. yeah Kate and
1: Leo are right.
0: I was going to say I was like I'm pretty sure Kate and Leo are on the back right there. How yep. did
1: they even know they were going to be movie stars? yeah that's Jeez. I mean that's probably where he got the whole premise from. Yeah. He, he didn't realize that the Titan what? and Titanic were two different things God. when he made that movie. That's eerily weird. Well, speaking about Titans, as we all know, mm-hmm. uh, a Titan uh, the ship itself was named after the pre-Olympian gods um, in Greek mythology, mm-hmm. um, and they were defeated and imprisoned by Zeus who uh-huh. is now on the screen. Yes. Um Zeus had many children by many different women uh-huh. um and goddesses, but he did have a favorite amongst his children, which is Athena. Wow, ah, okay. So according to the Iliad, just curious, who is Athena's mother? Uh, um
0: God, I used to know this answer, too, and and now, thinking. and I'll bet you when you tell me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Athena's kick myself. But I, oh God. I'm sure there's people that will listen to this knowing
1: the answer Yeah, they're probably. That. If Nicole was here, she would. Answer. Yeah. Who's Athena's mother? Um... Should I have her on FaceTime? <laughs> well, there are two schools of thought. I yeah. will say though, I uh, am specifically going with what they said in the Iliad, uh-huh. and not other sure. Greek okay. mythology. Uh-huh. So there are two answers. Oh God! Hmm. Athena's
0: mother. Two possible answers.
1: It's not Medusa. Two two possible answers. It is not Medusa. Nope. She just has her on the shield because yeah. she's a B yeah. A. Yeah. <laughs> she's got that owl on the shoulder. Um. How about uh? Not Venus. Nope. Not Venus. venus is technically roman too is it, okay. um it would What's be aphrodite the, is the aphrodite, greek equivalent okay, yeah, there you
0: go that's, that's
1: <laughs> it. it is also <laughs> not aphrodite <laughs> Venus. <okay. clears throat> no. Um, mm. what see? all right i think okay, i think yeah, we're at about think, time what do you give me give me any name um I, just any name yeah i mean you, you've got me. hair is a solid guess there kim um however yeah. athena had no mother in the iliad uh one day zeus just had a really bad headache so he called Hephaestus to come over he uh hit him in the head with what's called a labus which is like a minoan sh- or a, uh yeah minoan axe uh, and then when zeus's head was opened up a fully grown athena popped out she was dressed just like she is in that picture there with the shield, the spear, the helmet, mm. full armor. Um, it was like, she's so badass that the sun god Helios <laughs> actually stopped his chariot in the sky um, just to take a look at her. She's known as the female version of Ares, the god of war, but she's a lot more than that. Because she's not only the goddess of war, but also of handicrafts, wisdom, and battle tactics. Mm you're a battle tactic speaking of battle tactics <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the other, the oh the other answer is meter was her mother um in theory uh he zeus was uh having relations with meter and then um she there was like some sort of weird prophecy she started talking oh. like you know my kids gonna be the greatest of all gods and stuff and so mm. zeus ate her just ate her <laughs> Um, but she was already pregnant, and so... Wow, oh, so um, it's like a double, like a, like a double, so double then, deal. So then Athena popped out of, out of yeah. his head, because that's what happens when you swallow pregnant women. <laughs> they
0: pop out of your head. You get one burp it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Whoops, that had, had a kid.
1: Wow, okay. All right, there she is. According to the Iliad, Athena did not have him. Although, look at her, she's popping out of his head right Yeah. There. <laughs> Speaking about battle tactics, Napoleon Bonaparte, one of our greatest tacticians, was attacked by a horde of over three thousand what type of wild animal? Uh, let me think. Three thousand. Three thousand. Can we? Was it a mammal? That was gonna say. Boars. It. It is. It was a mammal. Yes. Okay. So you. Going wild boar. I don't say like coyotes. Ooh, coyotes, wild boars, penguins—all Penguins. <laughs> solid guesses. Yeah. Or maybe just like random. wild dogs. Wild do- Ooh, a couple of those French strays. Yeah. La barque, la barque. <clears throat> wild birds. <laughs> I will go with uh, wolves. Wolves, okay. Wolves.
0: All,
1: right. All right, so we've got wolves, boars, coyotes, birds, wild dogs. penguins, wild dogs. And the answer is. Come on. <laughs> it's going to like skip. There it is. Uh. <laughs> bunnies. Oh <laughs> what? <laughs> he was attacked by 3,000 wild bunnies. Bunnies? Uh, Napoleon had arranged a rabbit hunt for his men and himself, and the chief of staff rounded up over 3,000 cute little bunnies. When they were released, the rabbits did not run away. Instead, they charged at Napoleon and his men. Awesome. Really? Luckily, only minor cuts and scratches uh, were all they received, but the experience must have been hair-raising. <laughs> uh, uh. I said, all I can think of is uh, my yeah. I was actually yes. going to put that in there, but I, I changed my mind. <gasps> the Little Rabbit. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right, so we are moving <laughs> on to our next category here, uh, which is called Movie Mysteries. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like my alliteration. <laughs> yeah. So this first question is, what Martin Scorsese film features a plot involving political corruption, riots, extreme class and heritage precedent. Prejudice, and contains characters with names like Amsterdam, The Butcher, Happy Jack, Monk, and Priest. Mm. I have no idea. Okay.
0: What... No. Um, this is... I know. Um... The, the, oh, the, God dang it, with, um, with Leo, it was with Leo, wasn't it? It was, um... A Martin Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's new. That's (laughs) new, yeah. No, no, but, but it was one of the ten that he did, probably, um, but it was, um um that I, feel
1: like I know the name the butcher but i can't
0: think of what i can it was the um the movie about whitey bulger wasn't it um the like the forgive not the forgiven the um there was the something the I think I know what you're talking about but i can't think of it are you of thinking the... of the departed the departed yes the departed yes was
1: it that one uh, i is, think that's, i think that's what i'm thinking about is that the guess you guys would like to go with yes I think I'm pretty sure it's The Departed. So, although The Departed is a good guess because Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, in it, it is yeah. games That's of weird. New York, really? yeah, <laughs> starring starring John C. Riley, really? Brandon Gleason, Cameron Diaz, Liam Neeson, Daniel Day-Lewis, and oh. Leo. I'm the King of the World. DiCaprio. Wow. Um, <laughs> hmm. but you're right with Leo, yeah. Was in it. yeah. Yeah. Right gangs I mean, of new york explores the five points district of lower manhattan 1863 showing the political assault and bullying on election day forced conscription and conflicts between native born oh. americans immigrants and freed slaves culminating in some of the worst riots in american history mm-hmm. well leo's amsterdam seeks revenge on bill the butcher cutting played by daniel day lewis who killed amsterdam's father priest valen in front of him when he was a child and we've got a little Crazy. another little picture here
0: I saw all those names and I'm like, these are total mob names. The butcher, yeah. I absolutely. Mean, like that's. Hmm.
1: Oh. There we go. There we go. And we got we got Daniel Day Lewis and Leonardo DiCaprio looking at each other there very lovingly. <laughs> Wonderful animation. Yep. Uh, so. Of course. We are now up to my friend and your friend, Sam Elliott. A category Sam Elliott. In, in 1993, Sam Elliott starred as Union Brigadier General John Buford in the film Gettysburg, mm-hmm. acting for the Confederate side of the war with Stephen Lang as Major General George Pickett. Major Pickett is pretty famous for one charge in particular, uh, which left him and his men dead. Stephen Lang was so incredible in Gettysburg. Uh, but Pickett was not involved in the events of the follow-up movie in 2003 called Gods and Generals, which is about the same, uh, you know, Civil War time just before Gettysburg.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so they gave him a new character to play. Hmm. What character did they have him play? I think I actually have a picture of him here. Never saw it. So this is him as Pickett. <sighs> so what hmm. character did he play? in the follow-up gods and generals That's oh i actually have a clue for you too okay. uh, he has nicknames which include tom fool oh. old jack and old blue light yeah i don't think i ever saw it, I it horrible. I well scared. well yeah. think think about the confederate war and think about some yeah. or the the, the uh, a civil war and think yeah. about some favorite famous confederate generals this is easily oh. top 5 most famous okay. confederate generals um wasn't it
0: um wasn't general lee I mean, that's the
1: only one I feel like I'm gonna be there but i'm sure it's not, it's not lee um lee was played by martin sheen uh, in both of the films hmm. um
0: um, as far as other Civil War generals, like um,
1: was Grant a general? Grant was. He was the uh, Union general yeah. who okay. uh, took command uh, just just a little bit before yeah. the surrender. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You got me. All right. Well. Thomas is his first name, thus Tom Fool, and Jack is part of his last name. It is Stonewall Jackson. Uh, he yes. played General Thomas Stonewall Jackson, mm-hmm. who was a Confederate general who, in the First Battle of Bull Run, he was crucial in providing reinforcements to push back and beat a fierce Union attack. This led Brigadier <coughs> General Bernard Elliott B. Jr. to describe him as a Stonewall, which yeah. inspired the nickname. bernard elliott b jr was mortally wounded later in that battle Uh, jackson himself was incredibly religious and a pretty big badass himself Mm -hmm. in that same battle stonewall was on his horse in front of his troops and he either gets hit with a bullet or with shrapnel in his middle finger and he just spent the rest of the battle with his hand raised up above his head so that it would help uh, you know, curb the bleeding. And he just stayed there in front of his troops while so they all like were firing at the enemy. Um, and at the end of the Battle of Chancellorsville, Jackson was riding with his staff back to camp when Confederate Major John Barry asked who they were. But before they could respond, they fired on him. Oh, jeez. Um, but then, then Major John Barry went ahead and yelled, It's a damn Yankee trick! And so they fired again. Uh, Jackson was hit with three bullets and ended up having his left arm amputated. Mm. And Stonewall was so important to General Robert E. Lee that upon hearing this, he said, he may have lost his left arm, but I have lost my right. Mm. Uh, Stonewall contracted pneumonia while recovering from this and ultimately died of it eight days later. He was extremely religious, as I, I mentioned, and he felt death was near on Sunday, May 10th, 1863. And he's quoted as saying... It is the Lord's Day. My wish is fulfilled. I've always desired to die on a Sunday. Uh, Then he began some feverish battle commands, then stopped suddenly, smiled with relief, and stated quietly, Let us cross the river and rest under the shade of the trees. That was it. Then he died. That was it. (laughs) Those were his last words. What a way to go. Uh, He's buried now in Uh what's now called Stonewall Jackson Memorial Cemetery in Lexington, Virginia, but his arm is actually buried... uh, (laughs) in a place called the wilderness of orange county near the field hospital where it was removed and okay. steven lang's character gets to die in both movies ah, okay.
0: so, <laughs> ah. oh
1: look there he is right there with a picture oh, wow. of stonewall jackson look looks that. a little different than the first uh first movie um and then that's actual a uh, picture of stonewall jackson wow. there on the left All right, moving on to a category that I like to call Does a Wookiee Shit in the Woods. All right. This is a Star Wars question. Yes. So, uh, the question is, after Return of the Jedi, Lucasfilms released two films adjacent to the Star Wars universe. They were released in 1984 and 1985, and they star an actor who was in the original trilogy and also in the Harry Potter franchise. Not then, obviously, but now. Um, both of these films share a single word in the title that describes what type of creature the adorable main characters are. What is the word that's in both titles? Jeez. I mean, um, Star Wars, like... I mean, you say adorable, much. so is it an Ewok? Yeah, question we have there, or can you read it with him. Yeah. You want the whole question? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, after thanks. return of the jedi lucas films released two films adjacent to the star wars universe they were released in 1984 and 1985 and star an actor who is uh in both this, the star wars original trilogy and the harry potter franchise later both of these films share a word in the title that describe the type of creatures the adorable main character is what is the word is it
0: Ewok? because it. I, I don't I, I don't have enough knowledge of Harry Potter to to know. Because um, Warwick Davis is in both. What's that? Warwick Davis is in both because he's one of the Ewoks. I feel like. in Okay. War Wars and then he's a teacher in the Harry Potter movies. Okay.
1: Who is it?
0: Warwick Davis.
1: Hmm. The answer is. Hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Not on that click. There it is. There you go. Ewoks. Ewoks. And there's Warwick Davis right up there in the top (coughs) in his little Ewok costume. There you go. There he is playing two different characters in Harry Potter. I actually think he ends up playing three different characters in the Harry Potter franchise. Wow. Um, So, Ewoks, the movies are called Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure, and Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Warwick David uh, reprises his role as Wicket, the adorable Ewok. He's played uh, Mm. both Griplock and Professor Phileas Flitwick in the Harry Potter franchise. George Lucas has loved working with Warwick Davis so much that he actually teamed up with Ron Howard to create the uh, movie Willow to put him in as the star alongside Val Kilmer and a lovely... Uh, and the lovely joanne wally hmm. um and hundreds of fellow dwarves as a literal representation of the little guy against the system that's crazy i didn't know he was, he was a willow he was willow willow, willow up good
0: yeah willow
1: i love that movie yeah, that's a great all right movie. we are now moving on to our third category musical muddlings it took me a while to come up with that one okay all right so uh I have to go back to the questions and not read the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll is full of stage names. Elton John was born Reginald Dwight. And Freddie Mercury changed his name from Wisara. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, and the list goes on. Speaking of which, what name did William Bailey choose to use? idea. Oh. And I 100% know that you know this singer. Everybody in this room knows who this is.
0: William Bailey. William Bailey. Hmm. Can you give us like some
1: like a like clue like what? So the name is uh, has nothing to do like it's not even close to any of his name. There, it's actually an anagram uh, for something sexual. Um, I feel like if I tell you what it is, it'll be way too easy. uh,
0: Okay, Um,
1: and this is like around
0: the same time as these guys were. Yeah, was there a time period? Is there a time period? So this,
1: he's uh, he's eighties. He's an '80s guy. '80s. Is he still alive? He, uh, yeah, sort of. Sort of. (laughs) I think when you find out who it is, you're gonna get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) Um, um, I mean, that's in the same time frame. Is he? Is he? Is he American? Yeah, as far as I know. Okay.
0: Um, is he was he rock and roll? Oh, yeah.
1: Say? Oh, yeah. He's he sure. is
0: defined it. Is he in the would you say he's in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I believe so. Okay, I'll
1: give part you he was part of a group, he was part of a group, and, he he a group. and I will give you one more clue and okay. then about 15 seconds. Okay, so. He and the lead guitarist are easily the two most famous people in that band, and they both have nicknames. Um. Oh, Slash or
0: Bruce? I'm not. It's not. Um. It's not Springsteen. No. Springsteen? Could it be Bruce? I don't know. Yeah, I'm
1: not. Okay. Kim needs to go with her gut on this. Was it Slash? Yeah. It it is not Slash, but it is Axl Rose. Oh, Axl Rose. Oh. Rose is actually an anagram for oral sex. Oh. So wow. So there you huh. go. Um, okay. but uh uh I'm throwing <laughs> throwing sh- throwing shade on <laughs> Duff. Oh my god, oh. I get it. That's right. So, uh, yeah, it's an anagram out of the delicious phrase, oral sex, uh, to come up with Axel Rose. Even his name wants to go down to Paradise City. Jeez, uh yeah. Uh, as a note about Elton John, he has multiple names that he changed to, and since he's been knighted, his full name is now Sir Elton Hercules John. Ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Hercules. So... Um, got to run back to my questions here. Uh, the day the music died is probably the most famous plane crash mm. in music history. February 3rd, 1959, a plane crashed into uh, Clear Lake Iowa killing Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper. On December 10th, 1967, a plane crashed into Lake Minona so close to the landing strip. There was one survivor of the crash. The crash did kill four members of the band the Bar Keys and mm. what famous soul singer? Oh, God. Soul. Soul. Hmm. Was he in the Barkeys? No.
0: He was just with them. He was just with them. Hang oh, God. Oh. Okay,
1: let's see.
0: No, no, no. Soul singer. Hmm. Um.
1: Was the soul singer on Motown Records? I did not research that, but I assume mm. so. <laughs> was the singer a male or a female? It was a male. I will give you that. Okay. You can you can knock down all the female soul singers in yeah. your guess who. Well,
0: I guess who again. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I, I, right I mean, my Guess Who game just has a lot of blank faces. I yeah. really. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can't think of Lake, Lake Monona uh, is in Madison, Wisconsin, and it is Otis ready. Redding. Ready. Okay. Redding. Uh, okay. In fact, if you go to Monona Terrace in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, there's actually a plaque as a memorial to the King of Soul Singers. His okay. version of Try a Little Tenderness reached all the way up to 204 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Aretha Franklin's version of Respect is near the top at number five. Respect was written and originally recorded by Otis Redding.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: Wow. All right. This one might be a little bit easier, okay? Okay. So now, all I want you guys to do for your next question is to continue this lyric. <sighs> So, baby, pull me over in the backseat of your rover that I know you can't afford. And this is from the Chainsmokers song, Closer. Bite that tattoo on my shoulder. Yeah. What is it? Bite Bite that tattoo on my shoulder. You know, for the longest time, I thought it was like that tattoo on your (laughs) shoulder. Like, they also couldn't afford getting the tattoo, Uh and yet they did. But I just found out, like, last week, that it's actually bite that that tattoo on your shoulder. And look, there's that photo I don't own. (laughs) With the watermark right on it.
0: Of course. I don't own. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So in case if anybody's wondering, it is bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Yeah. Pull the sheets right off Uh, the corner of that mattress that you stole from your roommate back in Boulder. We ain't never getting older. Hmm. All right. So that closes out the musical portion. We are now going into a category that is called "There's a word for that."
0: Oh, lots of question marks, uh-uh. lots of
1: exclamation points. All right. Okay. So, uh, just like there are different accent marks, acute and grave, did you know that there are those little dots over the lowercase i and j have a name? <laughs> I do. What is the name for the single dot over a lowercase i or a j? I know I have read it, but I yeah. cannot think of what it is called. Yeah.
0: um I know the double one, but not the single. It's
1: just—it's just a dot. That's all I've always known. I've never known—I've never never known, known that the technical term oh, for it. Gosh. I know it's a funny name too. It is a very funny name, which is why I chose it. <laughs> it oh. makes me laugh every Sometimes time. Oh, mm. I'm gonna say something inappropriate. See if it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I, you got me alright uh,
1: it is tittle she said, she said that, she said look this dog's yeah. laughing so much uh, yeah tittles it makes me giggle because I am a child tittle <laughs> tittles are also known as superscript dots Okay. So tittle is a much better word tittle is yeah. a way better word alright Moving on. So yesterday, Sunday, while I was eating a ginormous plate of French toast smothered in powdered sugar and syrup hmm. at brunch with my friend Michael, we were talking about Portmanteau. What is Portmanteau?
0: I've never heard of that. What? Um, it has to do something with French toast or brunch.
1: Yeah. It definitely <laughs> definitely has something to do with a couple of things I said in that first <laughs> yeah. sentence. Yeah. That sure. Portmanteau. It, sugar? it is not powdered sugar no syrup. also not syrup so bread. also a. not bread it doesn't have anything to do with the picture just with oh, the sentence geez. I said uh, can you repeat <laughs> your sentence? oh sure mm. uh, so yesterday <clears throat> Sunday while I was eating a ginormous plate of French toast smothered in powdered sugar and syrup at brunch with my friend Michael we were talking about portmanteaus what are portmanteaus As a clue, there are two examples of portmanteau in that sentence.
0: Oh, really? Can you say it one more time? One more time. One more time.
1: Final time. All right, this is it. Yesterday, Sunday, while I was eating a ginormous plate of French toast smothered in powdered sugar and syrup at brunch with my friend Michael, we were having, we were talking about portmanteaus. What are portmanteaus? Sunday brunch. I think it's a, just a fancy word for Sunday brunch. Mm-hmm something to do with the words gigantic and smothered. Uh ginormous, ginormous. was the word I use, not gigantic. Oh, mm. Ginormous. Uh, mm. Not the two words you said, no. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, they have got me on. Ginormous. So portmanteau is when you take two words and you smush them together to create a new word, like brunch is breakfast and lunch, uh, and ginormous is gigantic and enormous. Uh, Technically, they are considered words, and you can find them in the dictionary. However, okay. they are usually referred to as slang. Um, Interesting. Okay. Especially words like ginormous. But oh. newer dictionaries definitely claim them as words. So mm. Wow! All right, time for a fun one. Not that these all haven't been. Fun. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. Cruchy This is a word that might be needed to describe a feeling that we get while traveling. What are cruchy puchels? <laughs> cruchy puchels. You said
0: it's a feeling that we get when we're traveling.
1: That you might. Might get. You might get when traveling.
0: Could it be a a, a phobia of sorts?
1: It could be. I don't know. You tell me.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I just think it's a really funny phrase, and so I like to, it's like a, to throw it out there. It's, it's, I've never once heard
0: somebody. I've never heard, heard that. Right yeah, exactly.
1: Crouchy poodles. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. in your stomach,
0: like
1: the ones, like, like butterflies in your stomach. you know? Like, yeah. That's what you yeah. want to go with, butterflies, butterflies in the stomach. Yeah, anxiety, yeah. Of All traveling. Right. A good guess. However, croochie poochels is that feeling you get when you've been sitting in the same cramped and uncomfortable position for too long. A road trip or a plane ride can leave you with the croochie poochs. I'm going to sit on the plane next time I
0: go, and I'm going to see who uh, thinks I'm going to get sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a crucci poof. I'm gonna over to my fiance and they like yeah. I have, have the Crucci poof. I got the crucci- right <laughs> and it's like oh of course I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here, let me uh, go to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let me. I'll take care of that for you. I'll help you out. All right, we are moving into our final category okay. for the evening: Disney discourse. Win. There we go. So there are uh, Walt Disney World has many roads: Buena Vista, Victory, Osceola. And World Drive are mm-hmm. some of the larger ones, uh, but what is the name that leads to the Wilderness Lodge? Um, I
0: know where it is. Does that count?
1: Oh. As long as you can remember the sign. No, I can't. Um,
0: I want to say it's like something Way. Um, I forgot. It's been a long time since I've been by there. Um, what is the road? What road is Wilderness Lodge on. Um, Canyon Way. I don't know. Yeah, something. I feel like it's something like
1: that. Canyon, like, yeah. Like Canyon Way. Canyon Way or Mountain Way or something way. but I could be wrong. It is. So, it is something like that. If it was not any of those things you said. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. So here we go. Here we go. Wilderness Lodge is on timberline drive Um, i even put a little picture there of timberline drive so you could see the sign timberline drive is actually named after a lodge and ski area on mount hood in oregon and this resort has been open since 1955 the same year that disneyland opened wow
0: can't see his after drive. There's a way that's hidden.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> right. Exactly. <drive. Yes>. It's <laughs> so, behind the arrow. So Joe was. A little bit right yeah, exactly. He was, he was a third right yeah. there. Yeah. Speaking about opening day at Disneyland, Mule Pack is. Uh, where did I go here? Uh, opening on opening day, Mule Pack was one of the opening attractions for Disneyland. What was the experience guests would participate in? while on the Mule Pack attraction. Um, they would ride actual mules that is 100 percent correct yeah they would Mm -hmm. mule pack is is literally a ride on a mule through a part of frontier land yeah we can switch to pictures of it yeah um mule pack is was only called this until 1959 Mm -hmm. in the 1960 it was rebranded as rainbow bridge mule pack or pack mules and then pack mules through nature's wonderland and it didn't end up closing until 1973 okay. uh, mm. for a touch of nostalgia, the town near Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland is still called Rainbow Ridge. Mm-hmm. A mule, by the way if you're wondering, is the product of a male donkey and a female horse Yeah. Alright, mm. you're ready for the last question yes. Here we go, this is a Disney movie question In the movie 101 Dalmatians how many puppies are in the litter that Pongo and Perdita have? Oh man, I you know think it's... I think it's, hmm. oh man, um, is it 12? No, I know it's a cartoon, Kimberly, but it- can you imagine a puppy or dog being I pregnant with 99 puppies? Going with the name, okay? <laughs> was, it, was it like 12 or nine? It is like 12 or nine, yes. It's a number. Shut up. So <laughs> okay. Um wait. I feel like I know this. 15. Just say a number. Uh, I'm going That's to the end. way to do it, Jorge, because yes. okay. the number's 15. <laughs> <Is that> really? <laughs> 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 yep. 15 puppies. What a wow, guy. Released. <laughs> wow. Released in you, 12 or 9. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 12 or 9, and the fact that it's divisible evenly by 3. Yeah. Uh, so, 15 <laughs> puppies released in 1961, 101 Dalmatians is the 17th feature animated film from Disney. Pongo and Perdita only have 15 puppies. Only, am I right? Uh, Cruella offers to buy them, and when uh, she is turned down, she sends her henchmen in to steal them. Pongo and Perdita and their friends rescue all the puppies. They're 15 and another 84 Dalmatian puppies. Uh, Combined with theirs equals 99 puppies plus the two adult dogs. That's where we get the 101 from. Hmm. Only six of the puppies have names, uh, and they're all from the original uh, litter from Perdita and Pongo, and their names are Freckles, Lucky, Patch, Penny, Pepper, and Roly. Ah, cool. Interesting. Wow. And there you go. That's it. Thanks for playing, everybody. All right. Thanks for coming to the first yeah free tacos trivia show action trivia yeah we did so
0: great we did we 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 we, 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 all, we all knew that that's probably how it was going to work out dave and his we trivia to so take score, but we yeah did
1: a fantastic job. yeah i i think four. you guys ended up with at least three if not yeah. four
0: yeah i think we did all right and,
1: and i feel like after i said some you also were like oh yeah right yeah. So, so it so was close. up there i yeah. just i purposely asked the questions crazy to make yeah. you have to think more cool hopefully we can get some more people for next time and we can have like more discussion happening.
0: Exactly. Yeah. This was the first one of this. So we're just gonna, um, we'll just keep doing them and see what we can, what we can get out of them. So, um, but once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in and, uh, listening to the, the first trivia podcast that we've tried so far. So please
1: um, let us know how you uh, feel about it.
0: Yeah. Let's send us some feedback. If you want to, um, even contribute questions, um, then we can, we can add that maybe to the show if we get um, responses. So, um, um, you can, uh, we'll, we'll post about it on our Instagram so you can, uh, put questions in the comments if you want and, um, make sure you follow us on Spotify and any platform that you are listening to us on and,
1: uh, yeah, free tacos.
0: Yeah. Free tacos. So thanks a lot, everybody. And, uh, have a good rest of your day. Good night. All right.